Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody, welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. It's a new month. It's September 1st, Mark. What do you think Ooh, about that? Why, rent is due, folks. Everybody hates that rent. And Oof. you could be uh, menstruating. I don't know what your, your calendar is. Or Ladies keep like a, a period calendar sometimes. Well, I used to have one just based on, you know, if, if you got to know when. Because some ladies don't want to fuck with their periods. Some ladies don't right. mind. And some guys are gay. So who knows? That's true. That's true. Gay guys have never had to concern themselves with menstruation. Good point. That's interesting. What a life. But I got to say, I no longer concern myself. My wife doesn't mind fucking on her period. I mean, you got to put a towel down. You got to be sure. you got to be mindful and go, "Hey, wait a second. Yes, mindful and metal period. Sometimes it sneaks up on you too. You just start fucking, you look down and it looks like you busted <laughs> into the Hershey syrup, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When you when you pound it, it starts to get brown. I know. It's like a like a Mr. Stubbs or whatever that barbecue sauce is. It's got a chunk in it. It's a, it's a doozy. But I don't mind it either. I I I'll eat out a period. Uh, I come up. I got like a, a period mustache. I'm I'm not against it. It's a little zinky. It's irony. Period piece. Uh, there's been times <laughs> where I fuck. I look down and I th- I thought maybe I was in the ass because that blood. I don't know if it coagulates or uh, what the hell happened, but it, triangular fire, it gets brown and thick. And I'm like, did I put this in your stinker and you pretended you didn't notice? Right, right. And Well, my gal is on the old uh, IUD. Sure, uh, me too. Oh, yeah? Hashtag me too, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's. I love it. I mean, she loves it. I love it. Everybody's winning. But uh, every now and then we'll get a little, I guess, it's a, is that spotting? Yes. Yeah. So we'll get a little of that every now and then, and it's always a fun surprise because the comforter's ruined. Yeah, I don't mind blood in the comforter. By the way, I'm like, we're married. No one's staying over. No one's coming over. A little Warshak test on the blankets that doesn't bother me. Yeah, same here. And uh, she'll get weird about it, but you know, what the hell do I care? I think, I think that's a sign of a nice guy. It's just a, you know, those guys are like, ew, oh. Oh, get out of here, you fucking sicko, bleedy weirdo. You're like, oh, come on, what are you doing? Be yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a good person. I, I like a big old bush. I don't mind a little B.O., uh, sure. a hairy hoof, uh, you know, a little calf hair. I, I'm not into it. I'd prefer not, but I'm not like a get out of the fucking bed and shave, right. you cunt. What's funny, uh, though, because I think a lot of ladies, maybe it's beaten in by their mom or their stepdad or somebody, but they're like... Oh God! If I have one one hair coming out of my shit, he's gonna he's gonna cheat on me, or he's gonna dump me, or divorce me. And you're like, eh. We'd rather you just not cry. Exactly. Yeah. Just uh, pretend to enjoy the Godfather. That's what I'm <laughs> yes, concerned with. Exactly. You could just be like, Oh, Luco Brazzi. He seems like a handful. You know, yes. that would be nice. Some movie references every now and then would be a treat. You know, I'm I'm doing something about Mary, and she's like, Who? Who's Mary? Does she have a <laughs> Does she have a hair in her legs? I'm like, ah, it's a fucking movie. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. And um, oh fuck, I had a thought. It was ah. something. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Oh, ah. I remember talking to a friend of mine, a friend of ours, and I'm not going to name names, but he's a married fella, mm. and he asked if my wife, this is years ago, if my girlfriend, maybe the time, farts in front of me, and I'm like, eh, a couple times, not a big, I don't know. Maybe maybe a few times. How about you? And he was like, she never has in 20 years, and if she did, it would be the last time we ever she ever saw me. Wow. And what a I psycho. Like, Jesus. I'm like, you'd get divorced over a fart. He's like, I won't have it. I don't tolerate it, and uh, fuck her. Wow. Well, some people have a thing with farts. I don't know if it's lady or man or just whatever, trans, but remember that time? I'm not going to say his name, but we opened for a huge name comic and we're all having a good time we're hanging out in the hotel room watching bullshit on tv drinking smoking fucking and i cut a a nice toot on the bed and he was like 
what the fuck was that? And I was like, hey, we're comics. We're having fun. We're joshing around. He was like, ah, I don't care for that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that and uh, it was slow-mo. And I just remember being like, oh, no. Because, uh, you know, I was I was in pretty good with the guy. And I was like, you got to get this guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. Right. He's, he's fun. This is going to be a different kind of trip. And then you opened with it, just ah. ripping it on the bed and uh, in a four thousand dollar room i might add <laughs> while he's buying us a nine hundred dollar meal and right. i just remember being like that's not his humor at all and well, I mean, um, you, you see his his act half his act is you know bodily fluids and death and anal and queefs and i thought that would be right on par with the with the rest of it well you should have asked first <laughs> uh wow. who asked about a fart <laughs> Well, it was a joke about the other thing, but... I, uh, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. But I missed that. You queefed it up, but... Good joke. Um, I've had it, even myself, years later, where, you know, with Thick as Thieves, and I'm staying in his home thinking, you know, we're living together here for 24 hours a day, yep. and I'll lift a cheek, fire one off, and it's the same reaction. It's like, Jesus, what are you, crazy? So there's no getting in. Right. Farts are out, and that's it. Yeah, um, that's some, I don't know. That's uh, some people are wired. Just certain things. Like I don't like the uh, you know you can jizz in my face, you can put a pinky up the pooper, you can fuck my mom. But if you do this one around me, the you know the hawking. Oh, I'm out. Get away from oh, with the hawk. I'm a big hawker because I got the <laughs> reflux. You don't know about the reflux. Wow. It's fluxing. You're Tony Hawk. I get it, but uh, that's. That's you got a reason. How about just these redneck cunts who just kind of do it? You know, every meal, every every time they get outside, they light up a smoke and a, they take a wig, big hawk on a on a on a bush, and then it just dangles. Ah, come on! Well, I gotta say, I, I'm pro farting, but there was one time in Vegas. I got a little perturbed with you, young man. Oh, where you were you were farting? I don't know every eight seconds and they were stinkers like you had some beer farts or something yeah well, that and finally i just reached a point where i was like you gotta you gotta knock it off i'm, I'm snacking over here <laughs> we're in a small room there's six people Woo. the sound is funny the smell is bad right you're right i get it shit works yeah and uh you're upset with me for hawking but you, you smell like a bag of skunks well, all right well hey you know everybody's got their 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 jizz their 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 pet queefs whatever it is but uh yeah and look if, if, if you let me slide with four farts and they smell like ass and you tell me to stop i get it but if it's an sbd or or uh, not an sbd if it's a if it's a loud but but non-stinker uh an lns i say let it ride it's just a funny uh, noise no question about it i i last night i had what i like to call cartoon farts mm. And it sucked because I was by myself. Sarah was doing spots, and I was alone, and just had those the classic. Oh yeah! And you just wish anybody was there to see it because they weren't stinking it up too bad. They smelled, you know, whatever, a little ice creamish, and yeah. the sound was just the old school raspberry sound. And I would have loved to have shared it with you. Yeah, I, I would have. Uh, next time, do a Matt Wayne and put it on the iPhone and uh, send it right on over. Not a bad idea. Hey, speaking of great ideas, do you have a big hairy bush? We just talked about it. A big oh, hairy yeah. bush that needs trimming. If, if you're around me, you don't need to trim it. But some people, like we said, they don't like the big bush, and you might want to trim it. Maybe your girlfriend hates it or your wife, whatever it is. What you need is to get Manscaped. There are the, they are the only men's brand dedicated exclusively to blow that belt grooming and hygiene. Precision tools for your family jewels. I love manscaping. By the way, we have some manscaping underwear and T-shirts they sent us that I loved. I'm using yes. all kinds. Like my shampoo is manscaped. I got yes. all kinds of razors and everything. I love totally. this stuff. They were kind enough to send a bunch to us. You guys know about manscaped. They're killer. The engineers at manscaped are so obsessed with keeping your package clean. They've created optimal ball hair trimming system. Mm. It's the perfect package 3.0. They got essential kits featuring the new and improved lawnmower 3.0. Ooh, you love nice. this shit. I know. I've seen it in your bathroom. Yes, I love it. The lady uses it. That's how you know. It's all quality products. The lawnmower, I take it on the road. It's so portable and the battery lasts forever. I just keep that puppy. I shave my balls. I'll shave my face. 
I'll shave my asshole. You can do anything with the lawnmower. And, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan, so uh, get get some Manscaped. 20% off and free shipping when you use the code TUESDAYS at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. And use the promo code TUESDAYS, plural, like your balls, for 20% off your first order. And always use the right tools for the job. Yes. Yeah, that stuff is good. My dad, I don't know about a Steve list, but my dad is a real hairy gook, and he is just, just shoulder hair, back hair, the whole thing, chest hair, and he would cut his uh, pubes and armpit hair just to shorten it up with scissors. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember early, speaking of Steve List, nobody taught me about shaving or how to shave. I've never, to this day, I don't know how to shave with a razor. I guess you put what? cum on your face and then swipe it, I, I guess. Could, I could teach you. We could do a father-son thing. That feels weird. You're younger than me. I need to get, <laughs> you know, uh, like Quinn or somebody to right. teach me. But, we could um, do a whole day. Tie a tie, tie your shoe, wipe your ass, shave. Ride a Ta- bike. I can do a, I can do a handful of those. Um, bike, I got. I mean, I got most of the stuff from now. I can change a tire. I can All ride right. a bike. I can tie a tie. I still can't do, but I kind of want to go my whole life not knowing how to tie a tie. Sure, I get that. I've gotten this far, and uh, I'm going no tying. What do you do? Fun. What do you do with the wedding I mean, or the funeral or the letterman or whatever? I asked somebody to tie my tie. I think Ari tied my tie at uh, my wedding, and then I tied the knot and tied her tubes. Yeah. um, (laughs) And then uh, I don't know how to wear a tie very often. Late nights, I didn't wear them. I think Tonight Show, I wore a tie. Somebody tied it, I'm sure. Jimmy, maybe. Who knows? By the way, is there a more intimate moment for a man than another man nose to nose, breathing in your face? Tying that tie, he's got his hands around your neck and flipping and flopping, and you're making jokes. It's eye contact. You're you're about to kiss. It's too much. It's all very strange. I I was thinking about this the other day. It's sad and weird. My wedding before the wedding, there was no family members. It was me, Ari, Bobby, and Derek. I mean, Mm. Derek's like family. No uncle, no dad, no go get him, son. No cheek pinch. Here's my advice: Don't let your knees buckle. Be kind to her. Yeah. Just, uh, just you know, Bobby and Ari and Derek calling me a fag. Well, I mean, in a way, uh, you know, me included, we're not that close with the fam. You can't, I can't call my dad a cum guzzler. Or he would he would shit his pants if I said that in front of him. So, like, <laughs> maybe we're all more family than that. Like, you know, you see, I've noticed black people and, and minorities in general, Mexicans. I've seen some. Yeah, they, they, they love their family. They hang out with their cousins. They go out drinking. They, they talk about fucking chicks and doing this and that. And I'm like, I could never do that with my family. My family is like coworkers that I, I hate the gig. I hate the job. It's an office gig. We work in a cubicle. My dad's the boss. My mom's fucking the boss. And my cousin's the guy by the copy machine. I was listening just earlier to uh, Sam Harris talking about mental bullshit and not bullshit, stuff that's great. But it was talking about when you go see your family, they, no matter how much you've changed, they fit you back into this yes. box of the way you grew up. And then you start to feel that way because they're making you feel that yes. way. So it doesn't matter how many you know girls you fuck and shows you do and applause breaks you get and specials you have and views in your ass and herpes. They just bring you back to, you know, fifth grade crying because you got a splinter and you don't know how to tie your shoes and your teeth are weird. Yep. Which is still the case. But and then you start to be like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'll just be quiet. And you want to knock their heads together and be like, you know who I am? You sons of bitches. I just bought a used Sentra, you fucking assholes. Yeah. How about that? Uh, What is it? Certified pre-owned, dickless. CPO. Yeah, I, I feel the same way, and and my that's the thing. Our parents aren't bad people. Your parents are nice. My parents are nice, but they know how to get you. They know how to do that jujitsu Vulcan neck pinch. Like one time, I was talking to my mom, and I go, "Well, I mean, I had a weird upbringing. I had a tranny nanny. I had a I lived in a mansion with no running water." And she's like, "Oh, oh, so did we raise you wrong?" And I was like, "No, I'm so sorry. No, I wasn't saying that, Mom. Please, ah, now before you know it, I'm eating her ass." Yeah, <laughs> same thing. And uh, some lady listened to me on Marin. She's like, "You got to read this book." And uh, 
I don't want to get too detailed because they might hear about this book and, and never allow me back in the house, but I'll send you a photo of it. Please. It's quite a quite a book. I'm in there crying. I'm ripping out pages and hanging them on my wall and shit as you reminders. You actually got the book? Oh, immediately. This woman was like, I listen to you on WTF. You got to get this book. You, you were molested. You don't know what is going on. Read this. It'll help. And so I Amazoned it. I sent her a photo. I was like, thanks, lady. And she's like, good luck out there. You're relatively young. The world's fucked. And uh, wow. I think she was like some like, she was like Burt Lancaster in Field of Dreams. I think she disappeared <laughs> back into a, a ghost or whatever. Wow. But, she sounds kind of hot. I mean, she listened to an hour podcast with Mark Marin and was like, you got, you got to get a book and see this therapist and, and say the Lord's Player twice. Well, give me the, give me the, the goods. What's the book, Fatty? It's called Running on Empty, and it's about emotional neglect. Ah. And it's all about, you know, parents that that love you and tried their best, but they just didn't give you the proper, they, they weren't, whatever. They bought you Burger King, but they didn't say, hey, it's all right, you're going to be fine. Interesting. Well, it's funny you bring that up, because uh, years ago, back in my wilder days, this is like seven, eight years ago, I would, you know me, I would go to L.A. and not set up a place to stay and try to figure it out. You know, which which I look back on and go, Jesus, I would never do. That's a lot of work. What was I thinking? But I ended up sleeping at this girl's house and she's like, sleep on the couch. And I laid on the couch for 10 minutes and she goes, all right, get in the bed. We ended up fucking. It was pretty cool. But she she was like this smart, educated (laughs) PhD in psychology, Jewish chick. And she broke me down, I guess, after the fucking, after I cried and, you know, vomited and everything. She was like are you Irish? And I'm like, no, I don't have a stitch of Irish in me. And she was like, you've got so much Catholic guilt. you got so much low self-esteem. you got this, you got that. Your family's fucked. And she broke me down, and it's everything this book is saying, even though I've never read the book. Oh, stick this book in your ass. I mean, I don't even, I stopped reading it. I threw it. It was like the, um, whatever you call it, the Necnagon from Army of Darkness. However you say it, Nectagon. I mean, I read the back cover and started crying. I mean, it's it's under my bed and in a safe right now because it was triggering me. It's like the my arc, you open it, you're like, ah! And Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, and uh, now I want to watch Indiana Jones and Army of Darkness back to back, but that's neither here nor there. Well, tell your girlfriend um, to get a reference. It's it's quite a quite a book, and um, it's all about, like, it's not something you you got that happened when you were a kid it's something that didn't happen ah. you didn't get the proper like hey what are you what are you crying for that's big that's big like i could have used you know the debt i mean this is a whole other bag of tomatoes but uh, you know I'd, I'd go to the dentist i'd be freaking out and crying and they were like it's fine it's like 10 minutes it'll be over in no time but i could have used a uh why are you so upset? What right. do you think is going to happen? Well, you're you're going to be okay. Or even like a, yeah, it sucks. I get it. It's the worst. Yes. And so now I'm still at the dentist. I was there the other day. I got a story about the dentist, by the way. Mm. Uh, but I was there and I'm like actually shaking and crying. I'm not even joking. I'm like, <laughs> like just <laughs> violently shaking and crying. And I, 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 I was like in tears. I was like, do you hate me? And the, my dentist is like, what? He's like, I love you. What are you talking about? He's huh. like, you're my, one of my favorite guys. And I was like, it feels like you hate me. I think everyone hates me. And I broke down in the dental chair. Whoa. The little sucking thing was in. They were using <laughs> it to pick up my tears. Oh, my God. Wow. I, was, he was holding my hand and squeezing me. He's like, nobody hates you. You're one of my favorite guys. I think you're hilarious. And I'm like, I just have abnormal anxiety here. This is nuts. And, uh, you know, he threw Listerine in my eyes and and jerked me off so I could get this crown in. Yeah. That was, you were what, 29? (laughs) This is, this is, this is two days ago. I'm not even kidding. I thought you were, you know, seven. No, this is like literally two days ago. I was crying and asking if he hated me. Wow. That's crazy. See, I got a similar thing because I was so scared of the dentist, the doctor, orthodont, anything like medical was freaking me out because it always hurt or it was always uncomfortable. And my dad, the way he bonded with me, we never played catch. He never hugged me, never blew me. It was just always, you know... (laughs) Oh, you got a mole on your head. We're going to get that puppy lanced. And that was his idea of bonding. So my only hang time with my dad, I got a doctor with his knee on my face going, all right, we're going to cut it right here. He's got a big machete out. He cut a mole off my head. My dad's going, get him, get him. And I'm going, ah, ah. And that was a fucking Friday. Right. Yeah, it's it's all... It's all in there, and you can tap into all of it, oh, and yeah. really go back in there, and it, it's a it's a dark, strange place. 
Yes. Um, but let, let me throw this at you, because I don't want to get too serious here, but let me throw some jizz in your ass and then see if someone eats it out. Please, um, please. I might so, get pregnant. So this is similar. You have your thing, and maybe I'm going to give away the story by the way I'm setting this up. The prologue is the past or whatever. Shakespeare sucks. Yeah. Um, you know, you had the guy that was like, come by for free lunch. You don't get the free lunch. And then you got the story about you go to the club and he's like, get the lobster. And afterwards, he's like, it's 28 bucks. Yeah. So obviously, the story has been given away already. I'm telling it wrong. But Uh-oh. I go to the dentist. I love my dentist. He's my favorite guy. I hate I hate the dentist, but I love my dentist. Got you know it. what I mean? I feel the same way with uh, Hispanics. I go, I go there and... Uh, I have, it's a too long of a story to get into, but I had this crown that, I think I already talked about it a little bit. I got a temporary crown in. I went to get the permanent one. The permanent one doesn't fit, so we got to re-measure or whatever the fuck for the third time. He's, he anesthetizes me. He puts all this fucking Novocaine in, and I'm such a big bitch at the dentist that he puts like crazy Novocaine in. Aha. Uh-huh. Because any kind of discomfort, I go, whoa, whoa, it's embarrassing. So he just loads me up. He's putting shot after shot of fucking Novocaine in my in my face. Yeah. And I'm completely fucking numb. And he goes, we got to give it a good 10, 15 minutes to really let it numb up because I know what a pussy you are. Yeah. And I go, great. So we're just sitting there and he goes, when's the last time, Christine, when's the last time Joe had a cleaning? And she goes, October. Ah. And he goes, let's, he goes, how about this? Why don't we give you a cleaning? That's mm. how much I love you. I'm going to give you a cleaning while your face numbs up. And uh, he's like, that way, you know, you're worried. I don't love you. I love you. I'm going to clean you up. How's that sound? And I'll even give you fluoride. That's how much I love you. Whoa. So in my mind. You're getting a free cleaning. Thi- that's what I'm thinking, yes. right? I mean, the way he worded it, he didn't give me a choice. He said, would you like a cleaning? He said, I'll give you a cleaning. And there was no, like, do you want one? Because here it is. He didn't say yada, yada. And so this whole time I'm thinking, boy, he really does love me, which Uh. I think he does. And he gives me the cleaning. Now, a cleaning, some people, again, some people are, they don't mind the dentist. They they like a cleaning. You leave feeling fresh. It's nice. They like the attention, whatever it is. A cleaning to me is a nightmare. They take the scraper and they're pulling and scratching. My gums are bleeding. I mean, I hate it. Hate it. And I had a good practice. This is a side note. This is a good thing that happened. Classic therapy bullshit that came from Running on Empty, the book. I was freaking out and shaking and crying, literally. And I started saying to myself, this is not my fault. That really helped me. Huh. Because I'm like, you're such a piece of shit. You're such a bitch. You're 38 years old. You're shaking and crying in the dental chair mm. like a fucking piece of shit bitch. And I just went, this isn't my fault. I was created this way. I was raised ah. this way. My mother's got anxiety. My dad, whatever. Interesting. And I'm like, this is who I... So it can be unpleasurable and I can be anxious and crazy, but I'm not... There's nothing wrong with me. That's just the way I was raised right and that was strangely helpful but that's, that's a side that's douche. uh the robin williams uh jizz in uh, goodwill it's not your fault you know you're a good egg sean or whatever the hell apples whatever it was you know it's it's uh it's the same thing it's true but that, it's so hard to go that way because you go ah it's an easy out not my fault it's such a cliche you know but it, it's true you got fucked yes by the way, the apples thing, I know I'm going to get shot because I'm from Boston. I'm supposed to love everything Boston, but that's one of the dumbest scenes in yeah, any movie. I know. Like, why does the guy play along? Like, he's like, well, I do like apples. I got to say it. <laughs> yeah. Feels like this is a setup, but right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do like apple. Well, how do you like these? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It's a little cheese ball. Yeah, he would have gone like, what? Blow me. Fuck you. You know? <laughs> I know. I know. Why wouldn't he be like, yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. No, I um, agree. I agree. That, that really worked out for the uh, blue-collar protagonist. Really silly, but uh, great movie. I still like the movie. Don't fucking at me. Um, but it's not but your any, fault. Any jizz, so it's not my fault. I get the cleaning, and it's miserable, and it sucks, and then he fluorides, and he, I had some buildup, so he really got in there and fucking hacked away. And then I'm leaving, and I'm like, I'm fucking numb. My whole, it's like a stroke. I feel like Keith Robinson. I'm like, whoa. 
And then she goes, ah, there is a charge for the cleaning. It's $300. 300. Unexpected, wow. unnotified 300. Wow. Ouch. You got cleaned out. I mean, and it's pandemic. No one's working. The job, the bullshit. That's fucked up, isn't it? To just give yes. someone a $300 charge without asking them if they want to spend $300 that day? Well, especially with the pouring on the I love you. This is how much I love you. I love you, buddy. Like That, that implies I'm going to give you this because I love you. It's free. It's on me. Crazy. And I'm happy. I'm grateful he did it because I got it out of the way and I yeah. was already numb, so I, it wasn't as painful, whatever. But still, I think you got to be like, hey... Are you cool with parting ways with three hundred dollars today? Right. Because these are these are crazy times. A lot of people three hundred bucks would break them right now. Totally, no, that's cuckoo. But I guess it's a weirdly flattering thing that he thinks you can just throw out three hundred clams. But also, he's a dentist, so he's probably loaded. So to him, three hundred is like ah. But how much? Can I ask? How much is the whatever the hell you got? The other thing. Well, that I've already paid for. This is a, it. Just hasn't fit. Yeah, so I think that was like thousands of dollars, ah. but I paid it way back in December or January, whatever I the fuck. See. But I do think these dentists, they're struggling more than you think. Like, they mm. make a lot of money, but there's so many dentists in New York that there is quite a bit of competition. Because I remember them being like, please leave a nice review. Like, it feels like podcasts. They're like, wow. tell your friends. We'll Five give you, a, if you give us a referral, we'll give you money, whatever the fuck. Yeah, he's in your mouth. He's going, uh, you know, feels, feels.com. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to tell you the ads. Um, speaking of which, maybe we should fire off one of those. Yeah, why not? we got some not? brought to you guys. Well, speaking of things in your mouth, how about Blue Chew? They're one of our sponsors. Oh, yeah. I know you love uh, Blue Chew, Tuesdays yes. with Stories is brought to you by Blue Chew, the first chewable dick pill. While we're all stuck at home, something we could all use a little more of is human contact, but also you need some sweet, sweet lovemaking because it's a stress reliever. It's, uh, it's quarantine. It's quarantine time, and uh, we're all trying to get laid. Everyone's getting laid. I feel like it's starting to, by the way, pick back up again out there. I'm, I know some single friends that are going out on dates starting to get laid again. Same. And maybe it's, it might be a while since you've used your dick, whatever it is. As you know, this is the first chewable dick pill. Blue Chew has the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take Blue Chew anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since it's chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pills. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Oh, yeah. I love these guys. You know, I, I, uh, I keep one of these in my bag. I keep one of these in my pocket. I keep one of these in my ass. Big fan. It's amazing how a little tweak of an invention can change the whole game. You know, it's chewable. That change it, you can just pop it. You don't need a glass of water. You don't have to do a shot of jizz. You can just chew it, and it tastes pretty good. <laughs> it's kind of like the straw. You know, we all had the straw, but then that one kook made the straw that went, you know, with the little bendies. Ah. Change the game. So... That's why Blue Chew is number one. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TUESDAYS. Just pay 5 bucks in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code TUESDAYS, to try it free. BlueChew.com, finally a website that can give you an erection. It's funny you bring up the bendy straw. I hadn't thought about that in a long time. I remember... Being young, maybe it's because it was pre-phones or we were just young, but that was a big deal, the oh, yeah. bendy straw. Oh, yeah. Is it a bendy? And then being like mad if it wasn't a bendy. You're like, it's not a fucking bendy. Fuck right. this. That little bit of satisfaction when you get the, when you, when you yank it, you know, and it stretches. I love that feeling. Love the yank, and I like the noise, the, yeah. the little, <laughs> that, you Oh, know? yeah. Game changer. That was fun. It's the same with the, the, the ketchup bottle. Then when they figured out to flip it and have the cap be the bottom, and the cap was fat, flat and wide. That was big. Big. I, I loved it. They got some good inventions, and there's more to come. Yes. Aside, aside from the COVID and the science denial and everyone hates each other and the climate change, this is a pretty great time to be alive. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, unbl I mean, the Zoom is amazing. Cars don't break, really. You know, cars would break. 
when I was younger. Like, ah, shit, you got to let it warm up. Ah, your Johnson rod. Oh, the, the oil's low. Or what? The fluids. It was all about the fluids, you know? And now it's like they just start right up in the middle of the winter. Yeah, it's pretty good. Every car has AC, automatic windows, you know, serious radio, whatever, serious uh, girlfriend, whatever. It's got a lot of... <laughs> A lot of good stuff happening, and the mattresses are better, the air right. conditionings are better, the TVs are better. Like a flat screen, big screen TV is like 40 bucks now. I know. It's insane. Remember, those came out, those plasmas. It was like, oh, that thing's $200,000, $200, and now they're like 88 bucks. And and high definition is the best thing that ever happened to sports ever. Uh-huh. Like when I was a kid, I mean, I'm a we're a big hockey family. I mean, you'd watch and you're just looking at you couldn't see the jersey numbers and the puck was uh, you had to kind of guess and just watch for reactions. Now it's so crisp, right. crispy. It's beautiful. Not, not bad for porn either if you really want to get to the nitty-gritty and see every uh, blemish, zit, cut, pimple and and pockmark right on that labia. Uh, I like some blemishes. Sure, <laughs> a little imperfection. So, so let me. Did I tell you about? I told you about the kid in the tree. Yes. So, so the thing, like we've always been doing wacky gigs, but the wacky gigs have. It's just the norm now. It's the Norm right. McDonald. It's just there is no normal gig now. Really, it's in Royersford. Big J got ripped off stage. It's in a sand pit, or it's in a ball pit, or it's in your <laughs> armpit. It's all these pits and. <laughs> I did one in Long Beach, Long Island, which I love Long Beach. I keep I keep talking about it, but it's this little haven in the middle. Of Long, Long Island's got a bad rep, you know. It's that's really Alabama. It's nothing but uh, racists and cokeheads and Baldwins, you know. But I love Long Beach. The beach is beautiful. It looks like Venice. It's this tiny little town, this oasis. It's all run by cops and firefighters, so it's not like super swanky and nice. It's kind of blue collar and middle of the road. Everybody's nice, and they got thick accents, and they surf. And I did a show at a taco joint, like a Mexican restaurant, in the parking lot. And it feels very Boston because they're all firemen. They're all salt of the earth, you know, nice guys, thick fingers with the rough hands where you shake it and you're like god damn you know who is this guy and they're all tougher than you and uh so we get there and it's this big fat guy and he's like hey i'm gus i own the place and you're like hey gus and he's like we got a problem i just got off the phone with the dea and comedy's illegal now so we gotta lose the stage there was a stage that was this tall he's like we gotta get rid of that and we gotta have the show be one hour and all there's like 39 comics who have to go on because they all live in long beach they don't get up and he's like, y'all got to squeeze it into an hour. Well, you'll get paid the same, and I'll feed you. And you can drink as much as you want, but it's got to be one hour and no stage. So we have to stand in a parking lot and just tell jokes to people at picnic tables. And I love it because I go, oh, great. I have to do less time. I get paid the same. But it was kooky. But it's just so weird because it's half children. Nobody knows it's a comedy show. And I'm bombing. But before my set... 37 comics went on, and I said, let me walk to the beach. I walked to the beach. There's hula hoop. There's a volleyball. There's people surfing. It's just weird culture shock coming out of Manhattan, which is just hobo heaven and, and crime rates through the roof. And it was just, it was a great time. And I'm walking off, the, I'm walking down the pier, and there's this fat lady. And I go, hey, this is beautiful out here, huh? And she goes, yeah, we just start talking for 20 minutes. Just nice. Wow. Like, it's like a little community out there. She's like, oh, yeah, I lived in Manhattan. I had to get out. This is nice. I've been here 20 years. That house right there, 600K. You could buy that tomorrow. I'm like, maybe I will. And it's just a nice little, nice little uh, community compared to the city. Wow. Talking to a fat lady's fun, you know? Yes. She had because a cocktail. They're, yeah, they're gross. They don't deserve to be talked to, but you're, you're doing it, you know? Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Good for you. Yes. She was nice, and she had a, an accent. She had a C-section scar and, you know, too many kids. But it was just, you know, it was just a, a pleasant trip, and it's, it's a 50-minute ride on the LIRR. Wow. I, I lo well, I, I'm a big Jones Beach douche, as you know, and that's right next door. It's all the same beach, essentially. Sure. But it, uh, It's pretty, though. Is it clean out there, the Jones? Yeah. I mean, uh, Jones is one beach down, so it's uh. all the same. That's what's so interesting about all these beaches, because you're like, I'm at Jones Beach, I'm at Long Beach, I'm at your mother's beach. Right. But it's the same... 
thing. It's the same with L.A. It's just like, I mean, there's some different people, obviously, but like the beach itself, like if you're a shark, it's not like you're like, oh, over, I'm over here at uh, Long. I don't go to Jones. Right. You know, it's just a mile down the the shore. That's a good point. Yeah, it's all the same dirt and water. Yeah, but it's uh, it's fantastic over there, and uh, I, I love... There's all these places that have these bad raps. Obviously, there's bad people and bad things about it. Like Jersey Shore, of course, is like trash. Right. To, oh, the TV show and yada yada. It's like one of the most spectacular places in the world. Really? And same with Long Island. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of racists and whatever and uh, whatever else they say about Long Island. But there's also like spectacular beaches, beautiful, nice people, great comics. And, yeah. You know, Donnelly and... Sure, Whatever. I mean the alumni comedically out of Long Island is is bananas, ridiculous. Um, there's a whole wall of fame at gov at governors. Oh, that's um, right. I mean, we could we could do. I bet we could rattle off seven right now. Oh, sure. I mean, I mean, we go every other. What let's, do we do? Let's, let's tit for tat. All right, I'll say Amy Schumer, so you don't have to. I'll say David Tell. Okay, how about uh, Rodney Dangerfield? No, nah, that's Queens. What? I thought he was Long Island. No, nah, Queens. But, you know, Queens is close. But uh, yeah, Queens is part of Long Island, technically. I think it was back then, actually. It, I mean, it is it is on Long Island. It's part of the island. All technically, right. Brooklyn and Queens are. But then if we had Queens, we could do 30 more. But let's try the to Ramones. keep it to the island here. Uh, okay, I'll say. sorry. Can I Murphy. say Howard Stern? Sure. All right. Um, sorry, I said Eddie Murphy out of order. Oh, that works. Okay, uh, Eddie Murphy's a great one. How about, uh, does Seinfeld count? He was born in Brooklyn. Nah, he's Long Island. He's pure All Long right. Island, for God's sakes. Uh, Kevin James. Ooh, good one. Rosie O'Donnell. Wow. How about James's cousin, Gary Valentine? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, one more here. Can I, I, can, uh, can I do Opie and Anthony, or I'll, I can also do Bob Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> You're busting out Bob Nelson. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bob Nelson counts. Uh, who else is over there? What's that guy's name? Vic Depedubede Depeto. <laughs> What's that Staten guy's island? name? I don't know. He's an island somewhere. Uh, he's an island of himself. Whatever that means. Yeah, I never know what that means either. Yeah, and Roseanne is in Long Island, is she? Roseanne? No, she's from Denver. What? Roseanne Barr? I didn't see that coming. Yeah, she's like a Denver douche. Huh. How about that? A mountain Wait, there's Jew. other there's other Long Islands that we're we're missing here. What about Pete Corrialli? I think he's Long Island. Uh, maybe. Unless he's city. I'm pretty sure he's a Long Island guy. He sounds yeah. like he's from Long Island. Yeah, he's definitely a big WAP. I don't know. That's that's a that's interesting. Pretty sure Pete Corrialli, Sean Donnelly, uh um, Oh, that counts. Who else is out there? There's some other big guys, you know, like Richard Belzer, maybe. Maybe, maybe. He might be Brooklyn. Eh, I'm not sure. Uh, this really know. fell apart. All right. Uh, well, we got seven. This feels more like a bonus. By the way, uh, sorry, the people are going to hate us, but we got another ad here. Oh, I mean, this show is bucks. this show is famous, and this is a, this is a new new thing here, and I'm excited about it. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by my bookie. And uh, now, you know me, y'all know me. I'm a sports nut. In fact, my comedy career has just ended because I'm watching the entire hockey tournament. I'm loving it. The Bruins are moved on to the second round here. I'm watching every minute of hockey. Last Saturday, I watched 10 hours straight hockey. And I got to say, I'd like to do some betting. I have an app that only works in Vegas. And so I'm into this my bookie. The winning season returns at my bookie. That means doubling your first deposit. I mean, this is wild. You can play survivor contests, super contests, all kinds of crazy contests. At my bookie, winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team trounce the rivals while you cash in. Rejoice mm. because the NFL is back, baby. Oh, yeah. Invest in your intuition. Use promo code Tuesdays and double your first deposit. 
New players get up to $1,000 in free play. Jesus. I mean, I'm not a, a sport guy, really, but that seems high. I don't know what's what, but this is my bookie, and they love us, so go help it out. Wow. That is very generous. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, and collect your cash. Visit mybookie.ag and use promo code TUESDAYS to double your first deposit. That's promo code TUESDAYS at mybookie. Your winning season starts today, only at my booking. Don't think I didn't notice the because he's my butler delivery. Uh, <laughs> I love my bookie too because bookies are always terrifying. Like, oh, the bookie's gonna get you, and my bookie sounds, you know, cute and fun. My bookie and me, my buddy. Remember that thing? I do. Yeah, my buddy was big. My buddy. Um, do you ever well, get embarrassed? Do I need your you ever get embarrassed when uh, I think back to me as a kid going, Mom, I want that. And it would be like a box of laundry detergent, but it had Batman on it. And I'm like, Mom, we got to get that. And she was like, it's just a, ba- a picture of Batman on a box. And I'm like, but I like Batman. And, she's, and I'm like, we got to get it. She's like, shut up. You're half retarded. You know, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed by that now. I've, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm so embarrassed about all the times we lied to our parents. Mm. And there's no way they didn't know, especially when you're really young. Like, yeah. I feel like if I had a six-year-old kid or an eight-year-old kid uh, and they were, like, lying, you'd be like, <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> like, I, there's just no way a, a six- or seven-year-old kid could fool me. Right, right. It's true. It's so embarrassing. Like, I, one time, this this was a big running joke in our house because I was such a loser, but... I got invited to a party, and my parents didn't want me to go because it was like a boozy kind of New Orleans wild party. And I was like, well, it's not really a party. It's more of a gathering. And my dad was like, ah, what the fuck is that? It's a gathering. So every every 10 minutes, he'd be like, it's a gathering. We're going to a gathering, you know. But uh, I thought that would work. I was so stupid. That's pretty funny that your dad shit on you for it. Oh, we'd be going to my, my sister's wedding. <laughs> it's not a wedding. It's a gathering. And I'm like, all right, we got it. Oh. He really, really gave it to you. But oh yeah, funny guy. Yeah, he was quick. I mean, don't get me started on the time I shaved lines in my head to fit in in my uh, black public school. He really, hey, it's like, hey, watch out, MC Hammer's coming through. You know all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so brutal when you're 11. That's hilarious. Sounds like a funny guy. <clears throat> I'd like to meet him sometime. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, how about this one? What do you think of this? So the other day, I leave the dentist. My face is, you know, numb and whatever. I'm drooling. And I go into Central Park. My dentist is on the Upper West. So the whole time I'm getting just tortured on the dental chair, I'm thinking, I can't wait to get to Central Park. It's all I I have today is the dentist. So once I'm through this hell, I got a free day. It's beautiful. It's 75. It's sunny. Nice. Uh, I got a book with me. So I go into Central Park, and I'm sitting on a nice bench, Perfect amount of sun shade. You know when you have like half sun, half shade? Yes. It's the, the sun coming through the shade, but you're cool, but you got a little vitamin dizzle and it's a breeze. Oh, yeah. So I'm reading and the pigeons are flying by and there's beautiful women walking by. I'm there for about 40 minutes and I, I read for about five and then I just stare at the trees and gratitude bullshit. And then I go back and read and this guy walks by me and goes, pardon me, sir. And I go, uh, yes. Uh-oh. And I'm nervous because everything's getting kooky in the city. COVID and crime, like you said, it's, it's, it's strange times here. Tense. It's tense. And he goes, uh, excuse me, sir. And I go, yes, hi. And he looks a little ragged. And he goes, are you aware of where you're sitting? And so immediately I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm on a bench. I'm looking around. And like, you know when like you have that rush of thought anxiety answers what's about to happen to me and i'm like is it wet paint is there is this someone's uh, you know tombstone what the fuck and so i look around i go yeah i don't know and he was like there's rats all over the place just gnawing right in here he's like i don't know if you see them but there's an overflow of rats in the city and they are right behind you you better be aware of that Wow, weird. And I love, I've been sitting here for a half hour. I'm like, I've seen a couple of squirrels, some birds. It's quite pleasant. Yeah. And I know we talked about it before. I think there's four to one rats in the city, and the rats are, are they're starving or they're eating each other, supposedly now. Yes. So it's not nothing, but I'm like, is this guy crazy or is he like a sage wisdom fella? 
Yeah, yeah, because that's pretty par for the anal with the rats in New York. Like, oh, there's a bunch of rats in that bush. You're like, yeah, yeah, I, I know. I know the city. That's how it works. Yeah, so he just kept walking. He's like, I just want you to be aware. There's rats all over the place, and they're gnawing around. And I was like, okay. And I didn't want to move because I didn't want to give him the satisfaction because right. I'm like, get out of here. So he left, and I was like, what a nut. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I've been sitting here. But then I did have a moment where I was like, all right, I'll get out of here because maybe he knows. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was spooky and strange. Did you give a look back like, man, let me check this rat's nest he spoke of and see what the word is? I looked back. I didn't see anything but wood because, you know, it's very thick in the park. Like, mm. I was sitting on a bench with trees right behind me. But yeah. I did recently see a rat just walking through, like, sheep meadow, like, oh, in the wow. ground, like a big lawn. So what? they're going to weird places. Yeah, because there's less food because nobody's out and about. It's right. not as many people are out, out, out and about. Right, right. Well, when I was uh, a wee lad, I remember before I did comedy, I visited New York with my girlfriend and we stayed in an Airbnb. No, we stayed in a hostel in the Upper West Side, like 101st Street. And the trees had so many rats in them that you had to run from the corner to the building because they would fall randomly out Ooh. of the trees. That's how many rats were in these trees. And it was so terrible. We'd run in the street because he didn't want to run in the sidewalk for some reason. But, yeah, those rats, they're, they're no joke. Yeah, I mean, they're scary. But, I mean, then I had the image of one just walking up to my ankle and just gnawing it off or whatever oh god but uh yeah that was strange that was just something i don't know worth mentioning it, it was very bizarre and who knows well, but that's such a weird approach that's what's eerie about that whole encounter is the are you aware of where you're saying like he could have gone hey man there's a lot of rats here just just letting you know that would have been way more normal well the other thing is strange i'm like there's got to be the park is quiet comparative to uh, normal times, but I'm like, there's got to be 15,000 people in this park right now. Are you just telling everybody this or just right. people that are sitting on the benches? I don't know. I mean, there was other people on the benches, so I, I don't know. I guess because I had a backpack, maybe I look like a nerd, douche, tourist, yeah. asshole. Fed. I don't know. That, that's that's definitely kooky. Uh, yeah. I had, a, I had a weird thing on the uh, – I'm in, I'm in Salt Lake City right now. And I was uh, went to JFK, got on the train. I did it the old-fashioned way. I got on the A and rode it all the way out. Then got on the AirTran, rode that all the way to Terminal 4, the whole thing. And the airport is this dead ghost town. And I finally get on the plane. I got bumped up to first class because there's four people on a giant flight. And I watched two movies. Two. Count them. And these movies, you ever seen The Lighthouse? Yes. You have? Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Wow. Man, that is fucking wild. With the, That movie was a bit much. It's crazy, and it's one of those movies that I'm like, I'm not sure if I love this or dislike it or just like it. It's a little strange, and it's yes. one of those movies where I'm like this. I feel like a smart guy. I know movies. I watch movies, but I'm like, I'm not quite sure I know what the fuck's going on here. It's got all the accoutrements of a brilliant black and white. The two actors are, you know, prominent big stars. You know, Willem Dafoe's an amazing actor. It's interesting. It's weird. It's different. There's a lot of, like, symbolism and innuendo and uh, foreshadow. So when you mix all that in, you're like, of course it's good. But then when you watch it, you're like, is this good or am I stupid? Do I am I just saying it's good because of the the black and white? You know the ending with the I don't want to give it away, but that ending was dark. It's strange. It's kooky, and I saw it in the theater by myself, so I had no one to be like, "What do you think of this? Is yes. that crazy? What's going on here?" And it's one of those ones where afterwards I'm reading the plot summary on Wikipedia to be like, "What was going on there? Yes. I think I know, and I don't know." And then sometimes you're like. I feel like the Seinfeld bit where I'm like, oh, he was with them. Okay. Right. right. So yeah. that one, my my jury, my personal movie jury is still out. I have to see it a second time. But I, I enjoyed it. I just was like, I, I don't know if I love this or if I'm like, that's eh, good. Right, right. Yeah. And I, well, the thing is, they say you get more emotional on a plane because you're up in the air, you're dehydrated, you're gay, whatever it is. And I was just watching that, and it like hit me in a weird. But you got the mask on. There's no one else on the plane. The stewardess doesn't go by you as much. So you're just kind of like in this little tube, going like, ah, what is this? You know, it was too eerie. And then after that, I watched the Le uh, Linda Ronstadt documentary just to like cleanse my palate. 
the CNN one. Was it CNN? I think it was CNN Films. It debuted on CNN. It was pretty good. She's got uh, some pipes on her. Yeah, she's a she's a hell of a hell of an artist there. Yeah, so I watch Erie Mc, McQuery and I watch Ronstadt. It's like, oh, blue by you, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> it was too much. She's got that voice, and she's so sad, and you know, her husband dies and cancer and all this, and whoo, that was a hell of a four hour uh, excursion. I'm looking forward to it myself. I think I'm there in October. That's what that's what you said. So I, I don't know what the fuck. A lot of Tuesdays out here. Uh, we we I did a thing where I got drunk in the green room with Caleb Sinan, my opener. This guy's hilarious. Check out Caleb Sinan. He's got a couple clips out there. But uh, we just got drunk in the green room, and the waitress kept coming in like, yeah, there's a couple of Tuesdayers out there. They're waiting for you. And I'm like, ah, you know. They're like, they want a photo. They say they're not leaving without a photo. They handed me a, a Chipotle card that he gave her. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Ah, just keep drinking, and she's like, "They're still out there." It's like two in the morning, so eventually That's I had to. You... I made a run for it. Oh, you never met him? Nah, I was too drunk. Ah, oh, jeez. Well, maybe tonight. I would. Yeah, I would have fucked them both, or you know, went home with them. Something would have happened. I was. I was in the bag. Well, what can you do? Yeah, nice I'll, guys. I'll send them a photo when I go out there in a few weeks. There you go. Um. Well, speaking of movies and watching movies. Last night, I had quite an experience. Haven't had it in a while. Sarah and I were sitting here. She did a couple shows. I'm watching the hockey. She came home, and um, I said, hey, let's look through, let's look through iTunes, because all the movies are coming out on iTunes now. Yeah. And there's this movie called The Rental, mm. which is, uh, I don't care for the title myself, but it's a thriller, and it's got 74% Rotten Tomatoes, so I'm like, that's not bad. Not bad. That's the... That's a percentage that if I was still out on the road, I'd be like, I'll go see this. That seems like fun. I like a thriller, horror type of thing. Sure. And it's a 2020. It's a new movie. And I miss going to the movies so much. That's the thing I miss the most about all this. I love going to the movies. I'm a movie guy. So I'm like, let's rent this and watch a new, new movie. Because we've been watching a lot of foreign films that we've never watched or rewatching great movies, whatever. But I'm like, we haven't watched a movie that's been made and premiering or whatever. Yes, that's so exciting. we killed all the lights, pretended to go to the movie theater. But even better, you can pause because all the horror movies have this shit dialogue. You can pause and be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> right. So we had a ball. This is a pretty good picture, I have to say. Oh, really? The rental, it's got Allison Brie and... Uh, I don't know. Some other person. That's the only name I remember. She's got nice cans. Okay. And it's a thriller, and there's a lot of that cheesy dialogue where it's like... It's it's a lot of that cheesy dialogue that you're like, oh, my God, it's eye-rolly, but it's a really clever, well-done, fun thriller. It, It was really fun. We had the lights off and the window open, and it's a little spooky and creepy and... um. Yeah, it's a good picture. I think I think uh, the folks will enjoy it. If you like a popcorn, you're on a date. You know, you want to suck on a nipple and get a hand job yeah. and enjoy a film. It's it's 90 minutes long. It ends with a good spook. There's a couple of good woo. What and, the uh, hell happens? Good- I mean, what do you rent a movie in the movie? What's the rental? Are you renting a car? Are you getting a Sentra? So here it is. It's uh, they. It's two couples. They get an Airbnb, a super nice Airbnb on the coast, a big coastal, like they they spend some money. They're like, fuck it, let's just do it, like a crazy, big, beautiful house. Yeah. And uh, the guy, the renter, he's a little spooky. Got it. And uh, he's like, okay, whatever. And then they do this little red herring thing where he's racist because the chick is Muslim and he didn't rent to her. But they, he rents to the other guy, the white guy, and so there's uh-huh. a little bit of tension there, and that's a little whatever, and I thought it was going to be some bullshit, but that's just to get your dickhole stinging. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, hijinks funny? ensues. Sorry. I don't want to give too much away, but it's, it's fun. That's so funny now that, like, racist is, is, is scary now. <laughs> like, that's so funny that that's a part of a horror movie, like... And it's a haunted house, but the guy's racist. That's the real fear. You're like, well, that's so silly. 
That's it was silly in the silliness, but I thought that was gonna be. I was ready to be like, oh geez, here we go. Yeah. It's gonna be about how we're all secretly whatever. Right. But that was just uh, a whatever thing, and uh, it's a it's a fun it's a fun film. Nice, uh, it's a fun fun romp. All right, all right. I haven't heard you speak this highly since Palm Springs. Well, that that's that's a that's a better film, but that's two 2020s that are pretty good. Yeah, I think movies are so bad now that if something's pretty good, it's it's shocking. Yeah, you get like maybe uh, lucky best case scenario, you get six a year that are like, hey, I know, which is so sad. It used to be it used to be like fifteen a year, it felt like, or ten at least. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird times, hard to get something done, but uh, yeah, it was fun. But I think big part of it was just the fun of. Being at night, and we pause so many times to be like, now, don't you think that's insane? Couldn't he? Right. And then we're like, all right, we'll continue. It's pretty fun to watch a, a movie that way in a, in, a, in a couple, a pairing. That is fun. That's half the fun with the lady because my gal's, you know, 11 years old, so she's got her phone out. She's got a dildo going. She's got a Cuisinart. I mean, I'm like, put the phone down, you fat whore. We're trying to get this. You got to get into it because they don't realize it's like a comedy show. When they're like talking, and then you go, "Hey, hey, hey!" They go, "We're listening." Shut up! And then they go, "This isn't funny." Like you got to hear the setup, you coos. You, you, like Uh-oh. that's that's how it is with the girlfriend. She's like, "I'm listening, I'm listening," and I'm like, "You missed half of it." And then I have to like tell her what happened later. She's like, "Wait, why is he there?" I'm like, "If you weren't on fucking Pinterest, we'd have this done." But I it's a youth got- thing, I think. No, it's not. I got the same problem, ah. and mine's seventy-eight, and uh, it's the same same situation. And I run, one time I remember watching a, a mo- Midnight in Paris with uh, Cantor's girlfriend at the time, and she was literally fourteen years old, I think. Yeah. And she was on drugs and the phone, and like two hours <laughs> into the movie or whatever it is, eighty percent of the way in the movie, she's like, "This movie's dumb." Like half the time, the set doesn't even make sense. It looks like it's nineteen thirties. Exactly. And, and the other half is like modern, and I'm like, "That's the whole movie, you fucking nitwit." Exactly. Yeah, you it's you like, skipped out on half the premise, and now you're bitching. It's like watching Wizard of Oz and be like, "Something happened to the film." All of a sudden, it's black and white. You know, it's right. That's the point. Is my point. It, Exactly, you know, I, I'm with you. It just annoys the dick out of me because I'm like, you're making it worse, and now I'm blaming the movie. But you want to, you want to get into some uh, fun. Every now and then, Netflix will come out with just a banger, just lunch programming. So there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of Adam Sandler horseshit and David Spade queefs. But Captive, check out mm. Captive. It's all about. It's just little vignettes or like an hour-long episode of a season, and each episode is just about somebody who got kidnapped and what they went through, and they, they got the real guy or gal telling you what the hell happened. They go to the place. They shoot the place. They shoot where he was, where it happened. It's amazing. Oh, that sounds right up my asshole. I love any kind of real, violent, horrifying crime. Yeah, the first one is uh, a prison in Ohio. They built a brand-new prison, state-of-the-art, yada, yada, yada. The guards fuck up. The inmates take over. I'm not going to say anything else, but it is wild. And that's the first step. Oh, wow. All right. I'm, I'm on it. I'm going to go check that out. That sounds great. Out. I'll put it put it in my ass, see if I come. Please. And, uh, I mean, we got to wrap up here in a second. I think I had one other thing to say. Oh, maybe not. I think I got it all. But uh, right. what's the dates you said I'm in uh, Salt Lake City? October 16 and 17, I think. I believe I it's think I'm doing the 16th. It. Yeah, maybe it's uh, yeah, 16, right? 17. I think I'm supposed to be there. I completely forgot. I was supposed to be there in May. They moved it, and I just assumed it wouldn't happen, but things are happening now. So Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll be there, I think. I'm not sure. And um, check out the special. The special's doing well. We're at 700,000 views, but now nice. I have that pain of like it's tapering off where I got 500,000 ah. in a week and then 200,000 the next week, and you're like, that's it. It's all over. It's no point. I had the same thing. That's that's normal. I, it'll it'll click over before you know. You're going to forget about it. Then you're going to check it, and you go, oh, I'm at 99.9999K. One more view, right. and I'll be at a, th- a million. Yeah, it's been nice, and uh, Burr tweeted it. That was nice. and. Whoever else, whatever the fuck. So uh, thanks for everybody tweeting, pushing, Instagram, all the shit. It's very kind. It's very nice. It makes me feel like a million bucks. And um, the comments have been nice. The emails, the tweets, the Instagrams. And it's just been 
overwhelmingly positive. I'm grateful, and thank you all. Uh, yeah, it's so funny. You. I don't know if you had this, but we've done so much, especially you. You've been doing comedy like 44 years, but people see this YouTube, and they go, I never heard of this guy. I'm a fan now. And you're like, wow, it's so funny that I did all this to lead up to a YouTube special, and that's what got you. It's strange. And then when people, they give it to you as a credit. They're like, I'll mention the special. And they're like, he's got a YouTube special. And you're like, <laughs> can you just say a few other credits yeah, also? Like, right. be like, he's been on The Tonight Show, Netflix. Yes. And recently, he put a special on YouTube. And maybe it's doing well, whatever, because it just sounds like I'm a jerk off that right. fucking shot a, a video of my parents and put it on YouTube. Like, I'm yeah. like, no, no, it's a real show. It's a special. Right, right. No, I'm with you. All right, all right. I'm watch my special as well, Out to Lunch, both on YouTube. I'm, I'm hoping mine leads into yours, yours leads into mine. That'd be nice. I think it does. Uh, this weekend I'm in helium and mini in heat in uh what is that Indianapolis. So if you live in Indy, come on out. I had some Rochester date that might have gotten clipped because I think the guy got popped for doing some illegal COVID shit. That I'm in San Antonio. Uh, Stress Factory, New Jersey, uh, Draft House in Arlington, where you just were, and some other stuff, comics in Connecticut, Tacoma, Washington. So stuff is still on the books. We'll see what sticks. And I'm doing shows around the city. I, I think you are, too, every now and then. I'll post that in my stories in, in New York. Hey, don't forget to go to Two Brothers in San Antonio, the barbecue oh, joint. Oh, I will. I love that place. Oh, best place I've ever been. It's in the woods. It smells good. They got crushed ice, mac and cheese, my mother's cunt, your yes. father's cock. All right. Um, Queep it up. Hug your dad. Blow your mom. And praise Allah, folks. We'll see you in hell. Yeah. Uh, George is saying cut it. <laughs>